Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life. I am Robert Kane. Are you? Yes, I am. Did you check, check your birth certificate lately? Didn't have to. I didn't know that. Who are you? Well, maybe I'm Robert Kane. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Robert <laughs> Have you seen my birth certificate uh, lately? I can't say that I have. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's your name? I'm Rick. Rick Gromlick. Bill Gromlick. That's what the folks around here call me. Um, Bill. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Theology that we try to sim- keep simple. Mm, Texas just scored a touchdown. We believe in simple theology because we've said this phrase before that um, all things are theological. Uh, what's the phrase, Rick? What is I don't it? Know. What is it? So we, we had this, like, if you listened to an episode, a couple episodes ago, we talked about, like, um, I'm terrible with remembering like words to lyrics. That's what we talked about. Oh, okay. See what um, you're and I'm terrible with like remembering phrases. Like I would struggle. I still struggle like to say our, our intro. Well, you don't um, have to do it too often. I know, but still, like I hear it all. You the struggle time. with the outro, dude. The outros, I make it up. I ain't you got. Do, no, you do a pretty good job. I ain't got no. For script. all the time, I make fun of you. I ain't got no script for that. You can't. I ain't got no script, script for that. I'm a free bird. <laughs> can't put this bird in the cage. <laughs> But the idea is we really believe that what we think about God, and that is theology, is vital. And we want to take the truths of Scripture, and the the great things about who God is in theology, and not water them down, not dumb them down, but help, other people, help people understand that they are simple, and, and they're very, very good and, and rich things that help encourage us and grow us in our faith. Yeah, but what was the, what was the phrase that we were talking about? Um. All practice is theological, and all theology is practiced. I don't know, something like that. Very close. We believe that there. all theology is practical. Practical. That and, was well done. But there's, but there's, there goes both ways. How do you say both? Uh, we believe that all uh, practice is theological, and that all theology is practical. Yeah. Yes. And practiced. And practiced. I mean, well, how you live your life is, is like you can. You can say well, all you, what you want about what you believe or what you want to put on paper, but how you function, how you run your day, how you live your life, order the things in your world, that is your true theology. Yeah, mm. exactly. So practice, practical, Boom. same thing. Same the thing. The way you live your life is a greater statement of what you believe yes. than what words come out of your mouth. Absolutely. And, and I think we're always trying to correct what we say we believe to what how we're how our, or what we live into more alignment of what we say we believe and that will always be a struggle absolutely um, so we that in that sense we all are, are hypocrites to a degree um and and rob is a real big hypocrite because he's a pittsburgh steelers fan why would that make me a hypocrite because you root for the browns make me a more godly man ah what kind of god you, I, what kind of god you serve i think you should show a little bit more Patience and gentleness towards the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base because we're going through a lot right now. Oh, okay. please, please! This is you're un- telling a brand uncharted fan? territory. <laughs> we can't seem Did to string you- together more than one win, and oh my, currently okay. on our third string quarterback. Can I just tell you? Hold on, we hold went on, from three on. killer bees to zero. Oh, whatever. Listen, we got nothing. Nothing you, going. You for guys us. are like the quintessential like upper, upper like upper crust, <laughs> middle class like. Guys, we're just really. Is it upper crust or middle class? Upper upper class, upper crust. No <laughs> middle class about it. Those kind of people who are like, oh, like just pray for us. We're struggling. Like, 
we might have to sell our 14th vacation home and be down to 13 <laughs> homes. They're like, yeah, you know, jo- we're just not sure what college Johnny's going to go to, you know, just – the endowment's only 400000 so he's kind of limited in where he can go. It's just like, Stop. you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> Pray for us. We're in uncharted territory. You have more Super Bowls than anyone else. You're tied. Tied. With the with, flipping Patriots. I think it's called the, the New England Patriots, not the flipping Patriots. Well, I clearly have gotten and it wrong because I call them the flipping Patriots more often than the New England Patriots. No sympathy for you guys. No sympathy. They have owned us in yeah. recent years, the last decade. Right. So, man. How does that feel? It's been rough, man. Yeah, try being a Browns fan. Pray for us, man. You can't seem to get past that AFC championship. Yeah. We're not even going to make the playoffs this year. We're terrible. It's wild how, like, you talk about playoffs. When the Browns lost two years in a row to to Denver, like how Browns fans still hate Denver. That was decades ago. Yeah. Years and years. They still have a hatred for Denver. Yeah. And and John Elway. In other news, uh, today we're going through the confessions still, and we are talking about faith. So faith is a term that, that is thrown around all the time um, in our culture. Have faith in people, have faith in ideas, have faith in... I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. All these things. Like, what the heck do you mean? You know, we, we talk about faith as if we don't even know what it means, but there's the, the analogy of the chair, right? So anytime you sit in a chair, you have faith, a belief that that chair will hold you up and sustain you. Yes. Now, you, don't, you generally don't pick up a chair and, and do a full inspection on it first. You just believe it's going to sustain you. You yep. have faith in that I'm chair. I'm sitting in a chair right now, believe it or not. Yeah. And you have a lot of faith in that chair because you sat in that chair a lot, right? Plenty. Plenty. Now, Lean sometimes, back, yep, sometimes you fall in a chair. You sit in a chair and it breaks. That's, that, a, that's embarrassing. I stood on a chair last Sunday to help put something up because we're still meeting in a school. And so I it broke? had to put something up and it broke. You broke a church chair. Dude, the, oh, the legs gosh. just gave out. And they like, so you know how yeah. uh, they like did the splits. And Dude. I fell, and like my neck was hurting for days. Ooh, that's so, a workers' comp, man. Sue yeah, them, I told sue him. Them. I told him that I workers' comp was going to get filed. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, this is an awkward thing, but I'm, I mean, talk to you about your dieting habits. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to this came up on the air. I know, but like you guys, you, you see brought our it pictures, up, Rob. but Rob's sitting at about four thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just offended pounds our heavier listeners. <laughs> If you weigh that, you can even probably get up on that chair. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Let's go, Way to go, Rick. Way to go. For what? I'm just making fun of all of our listeners. I'm not making make fun of anyone. I'm making fun of you. Okay. <laughs> Back to the chair. I don't weigh 413. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you do. No, I do not. That's what you said the other day. No, it's not what I said the other day. Just Rick. kidding. All right, so anyway, the idea is that, that faith, we, we put faith in all kinds of things. We put faith in our, our elected officials, not really much, but put faith in our Depends cars. Who you are. You think about it, like you go down Dude, the freeway you, at 80 people. miles an hour, and yeah. you think your brakes are going to, like every time they're going to work. Uh-huh. You think your seatbelt, like. You don't think about it. Yeah. So what's it mean to be a Christian and have faith? What's what's faith look like in that scenario? Rob? Ooh, um, when you're driving down the freeway? <laughs> wow. Trust in God's sovereignty, baby. Dude, seriously, there's times you look like, Lord Jesus. You ever get that situation where you, like something happens and you just, like, what do you say? Like, yeah, well, cars coming at you or something, you got to swerve. Like, well, what comes, there, out, of your, what comes uh, Fran- out of your mouth, Rob? I don't know. Don't talk about Francis. <laughs> what comes out of your mouth? I, I don't get that much road rage, to be honest. No, no, I'm not talking about road rage. I'm talking about, like, something's going to happen in, like, I probably it's don't. It's not good. I probably don't say anything. I probably yeah. like get wide eyed and like just 
try to pee, pee yourself a little usually, bit. I'm not one who like in a tense situation or in a um, high pressure situation, like yelling or saying something that uh-huh. doesn't, I usually tend to go the other direction, just kind of get quieter. Yeah. And so I, I probably wouldn't say anything. But anyway, you talk about that on, on the freeway. I, I remember um, reading Francis Chan's Crazy Love. Mm. And one of the chapters he talks about, you do realize that somebody could just swerve over three, four feet on the yeah. road. There, you're on one, a two lane, and oh, the person yeah. coming your way could easily just swerve just a few feet. Yeah. All it takes is like six inches of the hand moving on their steering wheel, and your life could be done. It's gone. If it's not done, it could be incredibly altered. Yeah. It's wild when you stop thinking about <laughs> yeah. it. And and I I remember like driving after that, being like watching the cars go by like so particularly death, death, death. oh yeah i was like don't sort don't sort don't uh, sort don't I remember the first time i rode my motorcycle back when i had a motorcycle um going to the the, the hold the on a highway. second before you go before you go any further yeah. when you had a motorcycle could, yeah. you, could you just paint a mental picture of <laughs> rick romick with a motorcycle what kind of yeah. apparel was mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was it leather yeah did, did you have a helmet what kind of helmet was it yeah a like a strap helmet or was mm-hmm. the one you put on did you even wear a helmet give we, us a little we have time for all this just give me a real quick yeah, 30 so, second okay so the bike was a, just a pile of crap paid 500 bucks for it um just a real piece of crap and very unsafe actually and then um i had my work boots on jeans um had t-shirt and then a, a summertime i had a jacket on Leather? Um, no, no. Okay, okay. Didn't had bought any kind of leather. If I would have, like, it wouldn't have done much to protect me from road rash. It would have just protected from the wind and bugs. Um, and then a full on, like, full helmet with the face shield that came down okay, and everything. So nice. that was nice. Um, but anyway, going down the, the highway, freeway, no, not freeway, the highway, two lanes, you know, 60 miles an hour, and just passing cars and passing semis and, like, just oh, like yeah, shake man. the bike. And I was just like, Lord. Please help me get to my my destination, like without dying. It was one of the scariest things. Yeah. But that idea of like what you what we do put our faith in, it's it's kind of wild. And so people will say, especially like atheists, oh, I don't I don't have faith, and they they get super offended when you say these things. But it's like, well, they do they have faith in something. They mm-hmm. tr- they trust something. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying they're trusting a God to, to save them from hell. They don't believe in those things. But they're still putting. Uh, it's a belief that there's something that's going to work itself out. Yeah. Right. Okay. So before we hop into into these um, confessions, confessions, let me ask you this question. Mm, ask. So we're Protestants, right? We've protested against the Catholic Church, and one of the primary doctrines, one of the primary distinctions between us and the Catholic Church, was the um, sola fide. Sola fide. Which is faith alone. There's mm-hmm. the five solas, the five things that distinguish us on a broad scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, we are saved by faith alone. But you just said everybody has faith. So are you universalist saying that everybody's going to be saved? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> no. So every, like, and everyone is putting their faith in something. Yes. Right? They believe, a, a lot of people, it's just humanity. Like we believe humanity can better itself into a place of, utopia or almost utopia we can humanity can make things better so a lot like that's a vast majority some people um have their religions and they their faith is in that religion so we believe as christians believe the word of god believe that christ is our savior and so it's our faith in the scripture in the gospel that saves us now we don't 
churn up the faith. It's, I don't produce it. That's a that's a grace. It's a gift from God yeah. in my heart that I then believe in Him. Yep. And I'm saved because of that. I'm not saved because of baptism. I'm not saved because of communion. I'm not saved because my parents were believers. I'm not saved because I raised my hand. Uh, a prayer or, thing, or yeah, sh- shake a preacher's hand, or exactly. pray a prayer. Like I'm not saved because of any of those things. All of those things would be an outcome mm-hmm. of my salvation, yeah. my, the regeneration of my heart. But faith is this thing that after I, the Lord begins to work, he regenerates, then I'm repenting of my sin, and he, he gives me this faith, this belief in who he is and what he's done, and a belief in his word that that saves me. Yeah, so if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that everybody, whether they admit to it or not, everybody has faith mm-hmm. in something. Yeah. However, faith is not necessarily the thing that saves you. Mm-hmm. It's faith in the right thing. Yeah. And so in from the Christian worldview, which is in, in our minds the, the true and right worldview, that faith in Jesus as Savior mm-hmm. and Lord is the only thing that can save you. Yeah. Not faith in a different religion, not right. faith in, in anything else. It's not mm-hmm. just religious faith. It's faith in Jesus. Yes, okay. absolutely. And the Jesus of, of, of the Bible. Yes. Not the Jesus of Mormons do not have the same Jesus. Yes, Not the, not the Jehovah's Correct. Witness Jesus. Those are different. Not the Muslims. Not the Je- Like, those are all very different. Yep. That's not Jesus. Yep. That's not the God-man. Um, so this I, is what, as we, as we kick off some confession talk, we're going to, our baseline we keep talking about is the abstract of principles. And this is what it says. Saving faith is the belief on God's authority of whatsoever is revealed in his word concerning Christ, accepting and resting upon him alone for justification and eternal life. It is wrought in the heart by the Holy Spirit and is accompanied by all other saving graces and leads to a life of holiness. Mm. That's good. Um, so we just we just kind of uh, touched on the portion there where it says accepting and resting on Him, Jesus Christ, alone for justification and eternal life. Yes. So it's not faith in anything else like we just said. I don't need to reiterate that. However, it is faith that rests upon Christ alone for justification and eternal life. We Mm -hmm. just mentioned the five solas earlier, and we did a a whole series on the five solas. Check it out. Um, But the other one is solus Christus, Mm -hmm. and so that is Christ alone. So we are saved... Um, by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Yes. Um, and we find all that in Scripture alone. That scripture alone is our final authority to the glory of God alone. Right. So those yeah. are the five solas of the Protestant Reformation. And we know that it goes on to say this is brought about through the Holy Spirit, which is God working in us. Um, the Holy Spirit is God. It's not like a characteristic of God or, or an angel. It is, it's God. It's part of the Trinity. And it leads to a life of holiness. Hmm. So we live in a day and age where everyone has faith, and, and there's a lot of people, especially in the Western culture, who have a remnant or a, some kind of faith in, they would say, the God of the Bible. But they do not have a life that is pursuing of holiness, that um, is leading to that kind of dying to themselves, following after Christ. And so we need to be really careful that we don't go around judging people's salvation or their faith and saying, oh, you don't have genuine faith, or you do or you don't. Like, um, That's big picture. That's for the Lord to do. And then the the church helps in that um, to, a, to a small degree, but th- that's 
ultimately the Lord's doing. But we can look at someone's life and say, okay, is there a pursuit of holiness there? And if there is no evidence of that, then the question is, okay, do they have faith in this? Do they is this really what they believe? Yeah. Or are they saying they're believing this, but most of their action is driven either by their checkbook or popularity or their kids' success? Like, what's driving their behavior? Is it their belief in Christ or is it something else? And so an indicator of that is that it should be a faith that leads to holiness. Yeah, well, I mean, we were just talking about the um, aspect of all theology is practical. Mm -hmm. And all practice practice is theological. Mm, So what you do with your life speaks louder than the words that come out of your mouth. However, both are important. And so if you are confessing a faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, and you're confessing your faith in a holy God, then and, and you're claiming to follow mm-hmm. Jesus, who's perfectly holy, mm-hmm. then your actions are going to become gradually more and more holy, more and more like him. So, yeah, I mean, the, the idea of... Um, embracing that, embracing the gospel is going to lead to a life of holiness, just like you said. Mm-hmm. So the um, the New Hampshire, so this it's portion, New, it's New Hampshire, New, the New Hampshire. <laughs> hey, we visited the Shire. That's right. We did. That's right. Yep. We went uh, 2016. Is that what it was? Yeah, fall went, of 2016. Went to like, NZ, New Zealand. I think it was this time of year. No, it was November. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, Thanksgiving. We were... Yep, yep. And so... Uh, it was not this time of year. We visited the Shire, but it wasn't New Hampshire. It was the original Hampshire. It's actually... It was the second Hampshire, because mm. it, it, it was the Shire. They rebuilt it yeah, 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 for the second movie. We left it, which was beautiful. It was beautiful. Very beautiful. If you get so, the chance, go. Very, very much so. would highly encourage anybody who's thinking about doing that. It's not cheap, but... Well worth it. Um, Okay, so it says this about repentance and faith. And apparently this article was added in 1853. Mm -hmm. I see that note there. So on repentance and faith, it says, We believe that repentance and faith are sacred duties and also inseparable graces. So we talked about this on a previous episode. It's essentially the same one um, because we... The previous one on the confessions we did was on um, repentance, and now we're talking about faith. So the same thing... um, same section for the New Hampshire. Yeah. So if it, this sounds familiar, it's because it is familiar. So uh, repentance and faith are sacred duties and also inseparable graces wrought in our souls by the regenerating Spirit of God, whereby being deeply convinced of our guilt, danger, and helplessness, and of the way of salvation by Christ, we turn to God with unfeigned contrition, confession, and supplication for mercy. At the same time, heartily receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as our prophet, priest, and king, and relying on him alone as the only and all-sufficient Savior. So one of the things that you hit you hit on, mm-hmm. rightly so, in the last episode, was that repentance and faith are um, two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. You cannot have faith if there is not also repentance. And if you're repenting, then that would imply that there is faith. And so the, both things are um, what the New Hampshire calls sacred duties. Yeah. So they're actions that we take. Um, and so the action of faith comes out in our fruit. And so we see various things that would reflect, oh, that person must have a belief system that would um, encourage them to 
do these particular actions, one of those actions is repentance. And so you have to have both together. You can't say, I have faith, right. but I don't repent. Yeah. Or I have faith, but I, I repented once, and I don't need to repent anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, John, 1 John 1, 10 would say otherwise. Exactly. And so we see that both faith and repentance are, are I mean, they're one, they're not, they're not one and the same. That would be the wrong way of saying it, but they are so closely related yes. that you cannot even separate them. I, I think it's, it's interesting when you, when you think about um, how we like. There's people who are just blatant in this, and it's easy to point out. Like people are like, "Hey, like I love Jesus, but you can't like you don't know me or whatever. You know my story." And we look at that like that's ridiculous. Like you can't just live in sin. But then in our own lives, like we diligently seek the Lord. We want to grow, but we we can make excuses, and we can say, "Oh, like you know." I'm I'm good with Jesus as my as my savior and yeah like he's my lord but I quite haven't I haven't quite surrendered all my finances. Mm. Like yeah, I'm sure he's going to bless me but but like I know best when it comes to those things. Like we don't say that, but our actions say that. Yeah. At the end of the confession it says um heartily receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as our prophet, priest, king and relying on him alone as the only and all sufficient savior. So what's that what that's saying is like he is su- sufficient for all things. He is the lord of all things. And if we are receiving if we're having faith in him, we have to receive him as who he is. We can't say, "Oh, like I I believe in you Jesus. I have faith in you." But I have faith in you as the atoning sacrifice for my sin and not the lord of my life. Yeah. Right? Uh, it doesn't work that way. It, it, it's like I said, it's all or nothing. And understanding who Jesus is and heartily receiving Him, yeah, as that, as the, as our prophet, as our priest and our king. And we did a we did a series on the the offices of Christ. And yeah. So go back and, and check that out. Um, and, and I love that our all sufficient Savior. Yeah. So it's not Jesus plus your your wife or your mm. girlfriend. It's not Jesus plus your job. It's not Jesus plus your amazing church and the awesome worship band, right? It's not or Jesus, Jesus plus your works. Plus your works. It is Jesus alone, all yeah. sufficient Savior. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and to build off of that, we're, build. There's that um, Bob that phrase Lordship Bob, Salvation. Bob the Builder. Let me Bob the Builder this thing. <laughs> So <laughs> there is maybe, maybe Bob the Builder it up. <laughs> Where's my hammer? Bob. <laughs> Let me fix what you just said. Can we fix it? Yes, we can. Yes, we can, baby. <laughs> is Bob the Builder still around? I haven't a clue. Don't have the slightest idea. We have kids. We should know. That's true. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Um, so there's this idea of lordship salvation, and this term came around because people were saying that you can have faith and be saved, yeah, right, and yet not submit to Jesus as your Lord. Mm-hmm. And the very notion of faith is that you are acknowledging that what Jesus has said is true. And Jesus has made the claim that he himself is God. And so if you're saying that you believe that what he says is true, but yet you're not ready to submit to God, then Mm -hmm. you're rejecting God's word. Yeah. And so therefore, you cannot say truthfully that you have faith if you're not willing to submit to the one you claim you have faith in. And so there's that whole aspect of lordship salvation that if he is, or if you do have faith in him, then he'll also be your lord. He will be your master. Um, So let's jump now, Rick, into 
Bob. Jump, 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 jump. Into the Second London Baptist Confession mm. and slash the Westminster. They're yeah. very similar, yeah. but into these longer ones. What stood out to you with mm-hmm. those? Yeah, so it's one thing. It says it's an ordinary. It's it, it is ordinarily wrought by the the ministry of the word. Just what is the, the faith? Okay. So this idea that that faith is brought about through the ordinary um, ministering of the word. So. This sounds funny, but like we read scripture to increase our faith, to grow in our faith. The the teaching, the proclamation of the word, the uh, a pulpit, a passion of pulpit, or someone at a, over a lunch table at work, like that is the way the Lord brings about faith. Yeah, it's not through my articulation of you know great things like He can use that, but it's primarily through the ordinarily <laughs> just. Ordinary word, getting in, reading it, yeah. and let the Holy Spirit work. Ordinary means of grace. Ordinary. Um, so it, it actually gets into the ordinary means of grace right after that portion. This mm-hmm. is in section one of chapter 14 of the London Baptist Confession, and it says, by which also, and then this is in the beginning, this is picking up where Rick left off, um, where it talks about how faith is ordinarily wrought by the ministry of the word. Then it says, by which also, and by the administration of baptism and the Lord's Supper, prayer, and other means appointed of God, it is increased and strengthened. And so we see here with that little phrase that, yes, it this faith is brought by the ministry of the Word. Romans 14, faith comes through hearing and hearing the Word of Christ. So faith comes through hearing God's Word. Yes. But it is then um, increased and strengthened through the ordinary means of grace, the administration of baptism and in the Lord's Supper of prayer and other means appointed by God. So getting in scriptures, fasting, spiritual disciplines, but it's that, that's one of the reasons why I love the ordinances so much is because the ordinances aren't just something that the church is called to do. There's something that are that's meant to increase and strengthen the faith of the church. So when we see someone give their life to Jesus, and then they want to make a public profession of that through baptism, and the church comes alongside and says, yes, we've seen this person. We affirm that they are a follower of Jesus, and so we want to uh, baptize them as a church. Then you see like this amazing picture of a life changed, and they're now going public with their faith, and the church is going public with their affirmation of this person, and it strengthens the faith of the listeners. And you see that again with the Lord's Supper, where we're reminded of Jesus' broken body and his shed blood for us. And we see one another partaking in the supper and walking in continued obedience. I mean, the Lord's Supper is there for those who are continuing to walk in obedience, continuing to submit to Jesus as Lord and Savior. And in so doing by seeing your brothers and your sisters in Christ right. next to you partaking in this together, mm-hmm. it strengthens our faith yeah. to know that we're not alone in this. Well, and that's the, what I was saying earlier, like the idea that that big picture, only the Lord knows the people's heart and what their faith is. Absolutely. But there's an element of the church where it is the the, the church in baptism is kind of hanging their sign out, saying, okay, we, we affirm this person's confession in their faith yeah. in the Lord. And then communion is the church saying, again, like we're reaffirming, not like the church meaning like the pastor and like the priest or whatever, but like the whole congregation saying, no, we as a body of Christ are affirming their conversion. And then we have a, as a body of Christ, to the best of our ability are, are confirming that, that they are walking with the Lord. Yeah. 
And so then when those things, when there's church discipline, it's maybe the church saying, okay, we're not saying they're not a believer or they're not born again or they have no faith, but we're not sure. So we're not going to kind of give them approval or, or, or not approval, but security yeah. that, that we shouldn't be giving because we're not sure. Yeah. So, and just kind of closing out some of this, the, the, the last part of the London Baptist Confession, I love it. It says, though it may be, it's talking about our faith, though it may be many times assailed and weakened, Yet it gets the victory, growing up in many to the, uh, growing, growing up in many to the attainment of full assurance through Christ, who is both the author and the finisher, finisher of our faith. Mm-hmm. This idea that it says, though it's many times assailed, attacked, and maybe even weakened, yet it gets the victory, growing up in many to the attainment of the full assurance through Christ. Yeah. That it is like. Our faith will go through trials. There will be times when we doubt. Yeah. There will be times when we're like, Lord, I don't get this. I don't understand this. And where, where, you know, how, Lord, how did you allow this to happen? Or, or how did this, why'd you set this up this way? Yeah. And there's things we don't understand. And so there will be attacks on our faith. There'll be times where it's weak, times when um, it feels even like it's fleeting. But the Lord does get the victory and he increases, not to sound like Pentecost, but he, he, he strengthens our faith. Yeah. He renews our spirit and he continues to to bring about our salvation because yeah. that's his promise. Well, I heard uh, uh, Matt Chandler, Matty Chan, Pope who's, Chandler. Who's that guy? Uh, some, is he some Catholic? Guy. Yeah. I um, that. No, he's not. Um, he is a popular preacher down in Fort Worth slash Dallas, Texas. Um, really great gifted speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, preacher, I should say. So he... Um, and pastor. And pastor, yep. I mean, I don't know how gifted he is at the pastoring thing. He's not my pastor. I just I just have heard some of his messages. Oh, so. I'm not going to affirm that. I don't want to give I him don't want to affirm that. I just yeah. know he can talk. Matt, well, if you're listening, and I know you are, right. don't be offended by that. Just understand it is what it is. Anyways, there... Uh, he, Matt, I'm sorry that Rob doesn't know you. He made, he made a reference. He said that faith is not the absence of doubt. It's a wrestle with doubt. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be times where we feel like doubt is winning. Yeah. However, what we see here is that is that God, through the um, the finished work of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, is both the author and the finisher. So, with author, you have that implication that he he's the one who has created the storyline. Mm-hmm. He's the one who has thought it up. Mm-hmm. but he's also the finisher. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's going to ensure that it's carried out and that it comes to completion. And so we may wrestle here and there. However, for those who are truly in Christ, they will persevere. We talk about Calvinism, the tulip, yeah. the, the P, perseverance of the, of the saints. But we see that those who persevere, those who finish the race, are those who truly are in the faith. And that does not mean that they never wrestled. That doesn't mean that right. like you and I are never going yeah. to have doubts. Yeah. It's hard. Because well, yeah. I'm just going to say, like, you look at guys like Piper, MacArthur, mm-hmm. R.C. Sproul, who's since passed away, just monumental men of the faith. Yeah. You think, man, they, they've got it figured out. It's like, if you think they don't have any doubt, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, and, but that's the, the, we do that with celebrity. We, do, we just put people on a pedestal and think, oh, they don't have any of this stuff. And it's like, so man, that's true, so man. not so right. True. It's so not true. Because it, it makes it feel like it's us and them. Yeah. And that is not helpful. And it's unbiblical. Yeah. No, exactly. And I, I, I was just going to 
finish that. Sorry. No, no, no. I, that, you, you basically finished it for me. So just, again, reaffirming that if you do wrestle with doubt, hey, be encouraged. You are not the only one. That does not mean that you're not a Christian. However, I would encourage you to be honest, not, I mean, be honest with the Lord, but not just with the Lord. Yeah. Be honest with right. a close friend, yeah. with your spouse, with other church friends, with your pastor. I mean, this is not something that you need to bury deep and wrestle with by yourself. Yeah. This is something that all of us, at some time or another, are, are we, we wrestle with. And so, please, for goodness sakes, talk to somebody think about it. Think about it. If, you really be- if, if you're struggling with, if this is real, think, just follow this thought pattern for a second. If it is real, the worst thing you can do is act like you like you believe it and, and move on. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do if you believe it's real because then you're 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 not dealing with what you your heart, right? You're just acting a certain way. Yeah. If you believe it's fake and then you're still continuing to to have an appearance, right? This is this is Second Timothy talks about having the appearance of holiness but without the substance of it. Yeah. And it's fake, and you're you're acting like it. Then you're you're wasting your time, mm-hmm. just absolutely wasting your time and your energy and your, your, your all that stuff. So it might it might have hard it might be a hard conversation to, to talk to your spouse or your pastor or a close friend. Um, talk to people who are mature in their faith, right? And say that first of all. But if there's by all means talk to them because these are things of eternal significance. Yeah, yeah. eternal significance. Either like either if it's right, it's. Eternal, but if it's wrong, it's eternal. Like either yeah. way, it's eternal. So you need to work out um, what you believe, and then we you you rest in the fact that as Philippians one six, He who began a good work will bring it to completion. Yeah, and absolutely. he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Yeah, absolutely. So, anything but, else, Rick? That's you it. Want man. to throw out there? No, just it's good stuff. It, it, it is good stuff. You, you never mature out of it. You don't grow out of it. You keep working. Um, to be in the Word, to be in prayer, to be uh, people who are humble and repentant and follow the Lord. Yeah, amen. All right, guys, if you want to get in touch with us, you can head over to our website at simpletheology.org. If you want to reach out to us on social media, you could use the hashtag simpletheologypod. We're on Instagram at simpletheologypod. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash simpletheology. Um, If you want to get a free audiobook, then head over to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology and you can sign up and you can cancel at any time. We're not recommending you do Yeah, that. exactly. We're just letting you know the facts. You can cancel at yeah. any time and keep that free audiobook. And you can keep the $15 a month subscription. It's 15 a month, I think. I think 13. So. You can keep it? Like you can keep this subscription going oh yeah exactly and, and get and a book every month you get a free book every month yeah it's great have someone else reading a book to you how right. nice would it be to have somebody to sitting to in your living room on double time and plow through a book yeah yeah great way we're gonna, we're gonna do yeah you have heard, by now you have heard of the episode probably on books that we're reading yeah and some of that's probably audible. i don't know we, we're doing so many episodes today yeah so we're working i'm exhausted we're making money <laughs> you're not exhausted here you go. Here you go again with the whole like, poor me. I'm exhausted. I've worked two hours. Like I need a massage. <laughs> We've been doing this for more than two hours. Uh, sitting I, I, and talking. I won't turn down a massage. Would you? Would you accept one from me? It depends. What? Probably what, not. What are the stipulations? Yeah, never mind. I would not accept one from you. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you guys. You can also call us uh, toll free at six one four. Toll free. Two three three. Oh, you almost said the six. <laughs> 1098 614 233 1098 call we've had several callers 
leave us a message, uh, something, a request you have, a question you have, or I mean, if you just want to call and encourage Robert because he's weary, uh, you can do that as well. Get the number 614-233-1098. And hey, just to clarify, mm-hmm. the only option is to leave a voicemail. So Yeah. Um, yeah if you want to call Robert directly, you yeah, can call 614. <laughs> um, or something else you guys can do, which would be really helpful, mm. is just, just leave, leave us a review. A rating, a rating or a review. review. Or both. On iTunes. On iTunes, yeah. Or wherever you we're, listen to podcasts. It, we're, exactly. I'm sure there are other places people can listen no, to podcasts. No, there's not. There's Stop Google, it. Google Play. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I've heard of this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher. Well, most of the people listen through uh, Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. Spotify, man. Get on there. Yeah. So, All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Peace. Peace. Peace.